All right, so this has already gone way off the rails. Why? Do you notice something different about me? No, you look exactly the same as you always do. Really? Oh, I you know what? Having, now I'm, I'm having lo- a bad hair day. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Now that I'm looking close, it's like your hair's sticking up. Everything else, though, looks completely normal. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, 100%. Hey, we got four people watching already. You know what that means. It means it's time for the intro. No, it means they're all wondering why the fuck I look like this. But yeah, the intro too. Alrighty, here we go. Cover to Covered is a podcast that features two idiots talking about music at length, and occasionally a dog does make an appearance. There will also be special guests from time to time that will show up, and they will be smarter than the hosts. And the hosts will give their opinions. By the way, they are exactly that. Opinions. They're not truths, they are not fallacies, and they do not reflect the views or opinions of their employers or those they employ. So with that, just enjoy the damn show. We're back. I love that you use those destroyer pictures. I had to use the destroyer pictures. And the last one those was me dressed are as Elton amazing. John. <laughs> yeah. So amazing. Now, Nick, Nick, excuse me. At this point, if I use the Gene Simmons voice, it's completely appropriate. It's like Gene is actually here. I'm actually here in the studio substituting for mike (laughs) he's out on tour with kiss playing bass because he actually can play bass (laughs) unlike me who just stands on stage with a very long tongue and says oh yeah oh yeah you gotta cross your arms war machine (laughs) perfect my, my bat cloak now let's sing Domino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. So I'm Fat Gene Simmons standing in from Mike Venezia this week as we do spooky songs. Because, Nick, you know, I'm all about horror films. This is this makeup is the culmination of my my love of horror and money. <laughs> I like the mixture of Gene's actual quotes mi- mixed with opinions <laughs> about Gene. Yes, exactly. That's the way it should be. Now, truth be told, I, I was just telling Nick this before we went on. I've never done this before, and I did this in like like a half hour or so. I think a little bit, maybe a little more than a half, 40 minutes, right? So it takes Gene a lot longer, and it comes out good. <laughs> this is <laughs> This is not great, but... However, I learned from the master. If you go on YouTube, there's actually Gene Simmons did a a video for Cosmopolitan with Sophie, his daughter, and he did this makeup on her. 
And actually it's like, it's like a step-by-step tutorial of how to do this makeup. So I was like, well, I wonder what they paid for that. Oh, who the fuck knows? Probably $18 million. <laughs> he probably owns Cosmopolitan by now, you know, like Helen Gurley Brown's like, no, here you take it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I figured it's a good time to, you know, since we're talking about spooky stuff and Halloween's right around the corner and all those other things, I think we need, we needed this. Now, Nick, your mask is absolutely frightening. This is scary as hell. Um, and, and I just, I don't even know what to call that. The creature, like what, what, what do you call that? Your face there? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you call that? It's uh it's a costume you can't buy at spirit Halloween or uh, Halloween USA or any of those places. It's called the Nick. Oh, the Nick. Yes. The Nick. It came from the Nick. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my name is Nick. Ah, I like Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Spot on, spot on. Yeah, I figured that would be, you know, in addition to the Gene impression, I could do the Nick impression. I'm getting lit up now uh, with text. (laughs) I wonder why. No, plan was was that you were going to be Gene and I was going to be Paul. Yeah. But time was not on my side this week. Time ain't on my side. No, it ain't. There you go. Yeah. Now, if that was a kiss song, I would sue you immediately. And and just, you know, I mean, what can I say? All right. Now, Roger is not in makeup, but he is annoying me. Get out of here. And his tongue's probably up. His tongue. Well, he's got Gene's tongue. Like, there's no way he does not have Gene's tongue. Like, he has Gene's tongue. Now, me, I, I got to tell you, it's just I just look sick when I do it. It just it doesn't. Doesn't have the same allure. I don't it know. Uh, you're pretty convincing. I got to be honest. I think the makeup <laughs> for throwing it together quickly, it's done very well, I, in my opinion. And as you know, I've got quite a few opinions on Kiss. Uh, y- you have at least two. <laughs> and uh, this is one of them. So, but I mean, the cloak, I think, makes it. I just, you know, I had to get the, I had to get the cloak. You need and, the uh, Phantom of the Park robe. You know, I, I couldn't pull that off. Now, the wig is not a jean wig. That's actually a Paul wig because they were out of jean wigs. So I actually did the Paul wig. And then the top knot is done with a zip tie because I didn't have, I didn't have like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a rubber band or a hair tie or anything. So uh, I thought it was a share wig. It may as well be. I love Gall McCartney right now. I can't tell which is now. I don't know if he means me or you or me or actually Gene. Um, no, I, I now Dean is asking, am I from mini kiss? No, I am from fat kiss. It's kiss with like four S's. Fiss. Kiss your ass on the treadmill. Um, I had an idea one, one time with a friend of mine where I we look like here. an orc from Lord of the Rings. We were going to be called, we were going to be called shiss, meaning shitty kiss. And we only did shitty kiss songs. Oh, <laughs> like most of anything in the eighties. No. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, all right. Now, Mark Garney has a single daddy sent his daughter to school with tie wrap ponytails. Well, then we are of the same. We are the same. We, we adapt and overcome. Yes. You know? There you go. That's that's how we do it. I can't. I the makeup is so on point. It's so good. 
Do you want to rock and roll? You know what you missed, though, Mike? Why didn't you put Gene Simmons as your name instead of Mike Venezia? Oh, wait, I could fix that. Hang, hang on. Hang it's on. very important that you do, I think. You're right. Um, let's see. Uh, here we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> see how quickly it changes. Oh, it'll it'll change the minute I, I press enter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's priceless. <laughs> so good anyway how are you <laughs> i'm doing all right what's it's going on at the store wait first of all what store do you own rock city music company and where are you located livonia michigan at and where uh, we find you rockcitymusicco.com and That's five mile road and farmington if you're local yes now from what i understand we're here a day early yes which feels weird. Like it's putting on a shoe that's not quite the right size. You know it fits, but it's just a little weird. But we do have people that are here, so that's good. So, like, why are we here on Tuesday, Nick? We are here on Tuesday because of me, because we have a fantastic event in the store tomorrow in oh, person. What event do you have in your store tomorrow, Nick, live, on October 26th? Live and in person. We are doing a Reverend Guitars launch event with a special live version of what's called the Ken and Greg show ah. uh, featuring Reverend CEO Ken Haas, my buddy, and uh, the guitar virtuoso Greg Koch or Cock or Cock. I'm not really sure. I've heard Greg it pronounced. K. Yeah, Greg K. Everybody knows who he is. If you're in the guitar world, you know exactly who he is. And uh, they're going to be in the store joking, answering questions, playing guitar, doing all kinds of great stuff. So it's going to be great. And it's free to attend. It's going to be specials on Reverend Guitars. Um, is some it free to leave with a Reverend Guitar? It is. It's Well, you're free to do so after paying for one. Oh, okay. All right. Good. See I just I'm want saying? to know the order of operations. Yes. You have to pay and then you're free to leave with a guitar of your choice. Excuse me one second. Do you want to rock and roll? You got to do come on quad city. <laughs> come on. Quad city. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then wait, I have to, because we announced it today. Two, yes. Two weeks yes. from today. Rock City Music Company will be welcoming back the the fantastic Nita Strauss. Oh. Not Gene Simmons. Say, I was going to say Fat Gene Simmons was going to make an appearance, <laughs> but no, I guess not. All right, Nita Strauss is pretty cool, too. Yes. And I got to say, she's easy on the eyes. Yeah, um, I just would like to say, anybody that's watching, I can't believe how many of my uh, male friends come out of the woodwork offering to help at that event. <laughs> Does she need her shoes washed? Yeah, right. <laughs> let me know if you need me to do something because i can be like there for that anything one. if she needs me to breathe in front of her heavily i will do so <laughs> yeah uh let's not say anymore. she is attractive but i mean yeah what a player yeah amazing that's i think sometimes that's what gets missed unfortunately with some of some of the uh droolers as i like to call them <laughs> mouth breathers yes Yes, well, it's true because she's a good-looking woman and she's a, a really good guitar player. And as 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 hot as she is, let's be honest, as hot as she is, I think she's a even a better guitar player. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's saying something. So you know, I mean, uh, she was she was in Iron Maidens. She was with Alice Cooper for a number of years. Now she's with Demi Lovato, right? Yep, yep. 
And from so, uh, from what I hear, I think she's going to be returning to Alice. Okay. Well, that's so, the that's the side man, uh, the side man, a side person gig, you know. Yes. Uh, you take a tour, you go on tour, you take the next tour, you go on tour, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and so forth. My hair is just in my eyes. That hasn't happened since 1995. <laughs> now, when in the show are you going to breathe fire and throw the sword into the X on the stage? I'll figure that out. I'll I'll figure out a way to do it. I may just actually just take like you know. A lighter and some hairspray. Yeah, you should have. And then your house just burns. I'll just turn sideways, like make it look like it's coming out my mouth, right? You know. Um, So yeah, no, I'm not gonna be doing that um, because then, like, (laughs) I would set the whole place on fire, and then, (laughs) you know, Mike, you can't sue me just because you tried to be me. It doesn't work that way. I can sue you for trying to be me. My first instinct is to strike. My f- no, no. In this case, my first instinct is to sue. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my first thought is to take all your money through lawyers. Have you seen that meme that says it's got Gene's face on it? It says if you look in the mirror and say, uh, "What is it?" If you say. If you say Gene Simmons five times. No, no, it's not Gene Simmons. It's it's like if you say credit card three times in the mirror, Gene Simmons will appear and take your credit card. <laughs> That's probably about right. <laughs> How about Gall McCartney saying right before he gets lifted into the ceiling? Uh, yes, it, it, right before he does get lifted into the ceiling. Yes, 100%. That is me. I, oh, here we go. Watch out. No. <laughs> God of thunder (laughs) and rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, 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 shit. No, don't do that. God damn it. All right, well, I'm still there. I got to run. Don't touch my face. It's going to be hard to do. Yeah, well. uh, All right, so I lost Roger's ball already. And now he's going to be like pining for it for the rest of the show, unless I grab it. So Nick, what are you listening to? Why don't you spit some of that out? What am I listening to? Okay. Well, people that are friends with me on Facebook know that I've been listening to the fantastic Butch Walker as Glenn album by Butch Walker. Imagine that. Uh, Amazing record, just front to back. Great. Um, I can't remember the last time I've, enjoyed an album as much as this one the other night i listened to it five times in a row um i just can't say enough about it i saw butch last week in concert at st andrew's hall and life-changing show it was fantastic your life actually changed yes yes and uh i just can't say enough about that record i think it's so fucking good and i've turned it was that you said but i'm sure it's great butch walker is glenn oh um but I've turned a bunch of people onto it. I see Dean commenting here, Butch Walker. He didn't know um, he didn't know who Butch was, so I started posting about this, and it's turned a bunch of people onto him. So uh, he's got a ton of great records, but I think, in my opinion, this is far and away his best one. Nice. Well, what have I been listening to? A lot of Rush. No way. I know, right? Shocking. That's but, like me uh, listening to a lot of Springsteen. Yeah. But uh, I also, uh, last week I was on the road, and uh, I got to catch Jane's Addiction and Smashing Pumpkins at Madison Square Garden. That was a good show. 
Uh, James was great. I got to be honest. James was great. And I know, you know, people are like, well, it's not Dave Navarro. You know what, though? Troy Van Leeuwen, he's a badass guitar player. Yeah. And if you don't know who Troy Van Leeuwen is, he's played in A Perfect Circle. He's played in Failure. He's played in Queens of the Stone Age. Tons of bands. Post, and post pop depression with Iggy Pop. Yep, there you go. So, I mean, the guy's been around and he's known, well known within the industry. A lot of big session guy, too. Um, and he just really, I mean, he spanked every Navarro solo and just nailed every part. Sounded great and looked the part and just did a great job. So kudos to him uh, for that. And kudos to James for getting him in the yes, band. because great it could call. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot of other people and it would have been like, eh, you know, he fits really, really well. So that was that was great. And then Smashing I'm, Pumpkins came on, came on and it was an epileptics nightmare. <laughs> they and, always uh, are. Oh, my God. I, like they had like the signs out front be like, you know, if, be careful. You may you know, the lights may cause seizures. And like I was sitting there like I need I need to look away for a minute. <laughs> and it didn't. I mean, I was I was in the sixth row. So that that was nice. That was kind of cool. But that also like amplified the <laughs> the effects of the lighting a lot um and it was weird because like out of nowhere there was like a wrestling scene on stage i know yep. that billy corgan owns nwa but yep it was just completely out of context and nobody even acknowledged it before <laughs> during or after it was in the middle of a song and i can't even explain it but anyway are we before we go any further since you're talking mm. about this show is next week also the week we're off no no, no we're on next week uh I'm supposed to go to Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. So Tuesday again next week is what you're saying? <laughs> we Can might we have to. Tuesday? We, we might have to, unless you want to do Thursday. Uh, I can't. I leave. So I'm oh, going to head see, to Philly I, for see, the Philly I, Okay. Show. I knew you were yeah. you had more travel coming up. I just was yeah. twisted on the dates. Yeah. No. All right. So next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be on again on Tuesday next week, November 1st, obviously. Um, and then, uh, then I'm gone the next week. So there's nothing I can do about that. So, so the following week is when we're, you're off November, the November 9th, we will not be doing a show. I we see. will be doing okay. a show on November 1st, but not on November 9th. And they'll be back for the 16th. There we go. Perfect. Which will be a Wednesday. There we go. We'll the be back on track properly again. Yes. We'll be back All right. on track. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's move on here. What's coming out Friday. What I'm very excited about, and I know you are too, finally coming out this Friday, the Beatles Revolver box set. Minus yeah. one thing, though. Yes. For for us Blu-ray Atmos lovers, there will not be a Blu-ray included. Which sucks. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm so shocked about it. I, I, I don't understand. If you have Apple Music, you can stream the Atmos mix, so they made an Atmos mix. Yeah. but only for streaming for whatever reason so i don't know i mean i'm looking forward to it they've done a great job on all of these deluxe sets that have come out in the last few years sergeant pepper white album abbey road let it be um the books that come with them are fantastic yeah. oh they're the, amazing the uh outtakes that are usually included are great um put it always putting out a great product uh, the beatles are but uh yeah really bummed out no blu-ray and really bummed out that they're still charging the same price even though the right? blu-ray's not there 
right? I mean, uh, this is a kiss trick that Nick told me about. I'm using a toothpick to scratch my face because of the makeup. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's. It's almost like why, you know? I mean, and especially on Revolver, like I tomorrow know. never knows. Could you imagine what that would be like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can. I mean, you could stream it, but I mean, it's just always better fidelity and better resolution when it's on the CD coming through your system as opposed to streaming, which invariably gets compressed i know it's lossless audio but it's still compressed in one way or another yep. something is lost in translation yep so. and, and the other thing is is too is even the people that don't have an atmos setup they they might have a surround setup and now they're yeah. not even getting that yeah exactly. and, and like you said on on this album of all of them to not include that is just is it's it's a miss i'm i'm really surprised that they're that they're doing that like but. Yellow Submarine would sound great too, you know, yep. with everything happening, all the sound effects and everything happening in that song. It would be great, but oh well. And there's um, about 17 different configurations. There's there's three different CD versions, four different LP versions. So if you're somebody that just wants to hear the new mix of Revolver, you can pick up the single LP. There's also an indie exclusive that comes with a canvas bag with the album artwork on it. That's only going to be available at the indie stores. Um, there's a picture disc version on LP. And then there's, of course, the Mega 5 LP deluxe box. That's the one I would like. I'm going to do every Kiss album in a five album mega deluxe. Speaking of which, you see the uh, do you see the creatures of the night drop? No, price drop, sir. Oh, price drop. Yeah. How much? Significant. Let, I oh, mean, that now I'll buy it. You because it was what three hundred bucks, right? You can order it from one place that shall remain nameless for less money than I would pay for for it from my supplier. Fair, okay. Yep. Well, so there I'll you have go. To get it then. Yep. <laughs> See, now it's worth it. Now it's worth it almost. Now that people are now that pe there's food being taken off of somebody's table. Exactly. Now it's worth it. Now it's worth it. <laughs> also coming out this Friday, uh, the essential Foo Fighters is being released apparently an updated version of the greatest hits which if you can believe this already came out 13 years ago so foo fighters essential and then also a couple alice cooper records that have not been available for a minute are being reissued as picture discs so uh paranormal and then paranormal live in paris that features the new you know the lineup that you see alice play with now live great show and then uh detroit stories is being reissued on a picture disc so very nice yes just like in, just in time for halloween i mean very nice I'm yeah nice. i was gonna say you're way off <laughs> this is gene simmons doing borat <laughs> very nice i like <laughs> some of the words i like i saw somebody in the comments say that that gene that's an amazingly accurate gene voice some of the words that you say do i mean you are it's so on point like when you just said very nice it sounded exactly like gene it's very nice yeah <laughs> totally. it's fucking outstanding it really is oh my god all right well uh that's all that uh what else we got nothing we just go right into this right Let's yeah. just get right into it because we're doing like five hour shows every week. Not really, but I mean, let's let people rest. Let's yeah, get mine, right into this. Though I must say, my list is fairly substantial. <laughs> mine's not. I had a hard time with this topic, to be honest. How did with you have you. a hard time with this one? I'm sure once we start talking, other things will be will be popping into my head. But I put, I think I put together like 
15 to 18 songs and I was struggling. I got 34. Look at that. See? Double. 34 songs. But I'm sure that we have some crossover. Probably We're all 18 of mine are, is on yours. <laughs> nah. I mean, some of them are questionable, I got to say. You know, some of the ones I picked are questionable. Not one Kiss song made it. Uh, well, I got on one Kiss song. I got I'm a Kiss sure song. you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, if you want to talk about spooky songs, if you want to talk about creepy songs, Christine 16 would be at the top of the list because that's just. <laughs> That's creepy. I got to have you. I've got to have you. I did, I saw somebody post the other day that Christine 16 would now be 60. <laughs> she actually? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's true. Christine 60. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me one second. You've got great expectations. Sorry, I had it. To- Get hey, you just got the uh, Kiss box set. What about the demo that's on there where Gene says their names in that song? I, I haven't listened to it. Oh, my God. I put it on a shelf. And you watch Ace playing guitar. And you watch Paul pulling his pud. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I haven't listened to it yet. In fact, though, I should. Um you know me though like i don't like opening things if they're not open it's like yeah that you have to there's some good stuff on there there's some ridiculous crap like you know they include like the normal regular version of rock and roll all night yeah perfect i needed that you know thank you uh, but the thing is nobody ever listens to that one so it's good to hear it every once in a while (laughs) yeah it's true (laughs) by the way if you don't know what we're talking about kiss came out a bunch of years ago i think it was like for their 30th anniversary 20 years ago it was 2002 is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Black was Friday. Like a, yeah. It was like a, their th- yeah, it was their 30th anniversary thing. And, and it's a, it's a box set. It came in two different forms and came, it was a CDs CD only. So it was a, like a, like a, like a CD box, you know, like a five that would hold five CDs. The other one was a road case, like a guitar road case. And that's the one I have. Yep. <laughs> and it's, it, it, it's pretty cool. So do you I have hysteria? What's that? Do you have hysteria? The no. road case vinyl no, set? No, 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 no. I don't have that kind of money. I know you do. That's how, isn't that how you met Gene? No, that that was the vault, but I have that oh, too. Vault. Sorry. Yeah, I know. You got both of them. See, but <laughs> you, have, you, you have the kind of money to go out and buy yeah. all that vinyl. I don't. No, so I bought, I actually bought Kisteria when it was on sale through Universal. Well, it needs to go back on sale. No, it's not. It's long gone. And now it's like five times as much money as it was when it was already overpriced. You know, Dean is now <laughs> demanding that we, you know, talk about Halloween songs. Halloween so, songs. Dean's yeah, probably got should, some suggestions, too. That'd be great. But let's get this started. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, as you all know, Monday, this upcoming Monday, is Halloween, which means that everybody's going to be drunk on Saturday. That's when most of the parties are going to happen, Friday and Saturday this weekend. So, we figured since this show is prior to Halloween, we're going to give you all the songs that you, and we'll put together the Spotify playlist. I'll have it done tomorrow, I promise. Uh, and you can use this playlist. And I have 34 songs, and Nick has 18 songs. And if you have suggestions, please put them in the chat. Uh, but let's go through all this first. Uh, and we just like spooky songs and great Halloween songs because. They're just cool and they're just evil. And if you want to scare the living bejesus out of your neighbors, you put on this playlist and you play it loudly and have a strobe light out front. And when the kids come, you open the door and like bands like Mayhem are playing at volume <laughs> 10. That's exactly what you want. Yep. So uh, Gene Simmons as the Kool-Aid man. 
Uh, would you like me to do Gene Simmons as a Kool-Aid man? All right, here we go. <laughs> Ready. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the highlight of the show ever. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, so Nick and I are putting together this playlist. We're going to go through a ton of songs for you. And uh, I'll go first because I have. Well, let me just rattle off the first one that I'm sure we both have on our list. That's like the given, and that's okay. Monster Mash. Like Monster Mash has to be on every playlist just because it's stupid and it's Halloween, and you need to have it in there. So it was not yeah. on my list. Well, there you go. So that's see, that's one less song you have to in worry fact, about us. In fact, I considered putting Monster Mash on this song. Sucks. You could because it wouldn't be wrong. I it hate how that wrong. guy sings that song. I was walking on the hall. What about when Springsteen did it? Yeah, I was walking. I don't know. I never heard no, him do he it. He did it. The band um, played it live because oh they played God. on Halloween. But I bet you loved it then. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, Dean's all bent out of shape now. The first 30 minutes of the show will be Kiss Fanboy Goo along with Revolver Issue. 4,231. <laughs> Wrong. It's issue 5,619. Yep. Get it right yep. or get out of the show. <laughs> All right. You go first, Mike. You got the most Okay, songs. good. Uh, so I'm going to go with an easy one. Um, first thing I thought of when I thought of spooky songs, I thought of Rob Zombie. Mm -hmm. And the song I went with, of course, from Hellbilly Deluxe is Living Dead Girl because, well, it's just, it's that song. You that know? was How on my list. God damn yeah. it. How could you not put that on a playlist of, of spooky songs? I mean, it's almost the quintessential. It was like made to be on a Halloween playlist. So that's that's my first one. What you got? That's a good one. All right. My first one, I think one of the most evil tunes ever written by any band and uh, certainly spooky and creepy. Dead Skin Mask by Slayer. Nice. They're going to make a lot of appearances. Um, yes. In fact, did I pick that one, too? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I did, actually. All right, so I'm crossing that off my list. So there we go. Let's just remove that. Love that song. Off Seasons in the Abyss. Very uh, ominous and uh, creepy and scary and fucking crazy. That whole album was filled with that. In fact, my next song, I'll go with another Slayer song because I went with South of Heaven. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it's not Off Seasons, but I mean, it's just those two albums right there are definitely the spookier of all the Slayer albums because they, they had like slower you know devil's uh devil scale type you know arpeggiated chord lines and things like that on those two albums because you know raining rain and blood was just like blunt force trauma a million miles an hour every song you know but south of heaven and seasons in the abyss the songs started there started to be song structure yeah. and there was a lot of spookiness on both of those albums and south of heaven you know that whole song you know the just the main riff itself but also the main riff from dead skin mask yeah you know and you can even throw in mandatory suicide in there too. Yep. You know, yep. um, so yeah, I Slayer should be like almost every song off both of those albums should be on there. <laughs> Could be. What if we just called the playlist that play, play South of Heaven in its entirety and Seasons yeah. in the Abyss? Thank you. Good That's night. it. It would still only be about an hour and fifteen minutes. So, <laughs> uh, you go. What do you got? All right, so another artist, like you said, with Rob Zombie, another artist you have to have on your spooky Halloween playlist, Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah. What so, song? So many choices. Uh, first one that has to be on there, Welcome to My Nightmare. 
Yeah, I had that as well. And, it has and to be. There's no way you can't, you know? No. From arguably his best album. Yeah, his most uh, realized album. I think his best album is Love It to Death, personally. But Welcome to My Nightmare would be number two to that. There you go. Um, This one, it's not going to fit with a lot of the other stuff we have, but you can't not have it on there and that's thriller by michael jackson oh, that's a good one yeah i didn't have you know, that but that's you, a great you need, one you need that song on there it's a halloween type song thriller you know it's spooky there's vincent price involved uh possibly 12 year olds i you know it's just a, <laughs> What's happened, which baby? makes it yeah, there you go it makes it even spookier <laughs> that way but uh yeah I, I thought you know i thought that definitely needed to be on the list it's a great one okay now, here's one a little out of left field, but I think the way that it builds and, uh, again, just crazy intro and uh, takes a lot of turns, Station to Station by David Bowie. Opening track on the album, Bowie doesn't even remember making the record. He was so coked out. Um, well, that's but, spooky in and of itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And he said uh, it was because he was in L.A. and there's nothing spookier than L.A. But the first three minutes of Station to Station, how it builds with that weird piano, like, bam, 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 bam. It's crazy. So that's uh, definitely a good one to uh, freak some people out, especially if you're baked. <laughs> uh, that's not the right word, but OK. S something. Yeah. A little wired, maybe. <laughs> um, what about... I, I have a twofer. Because both of these songs combined don't add up to the length of one song. <laughs> but got to go with The Misfits. Got to yep. have something by The Misfits on there. And I went with a, a, a twofer of Hybrid Moments and 20 Eyes. Great one. Both are great. Both are like barely two minutes long. <laughs> Well, that's and, most misfit songs. Yeah, truth. Uh, you know, and also half of Rain and Blood by Slayer. Uh, but yeah, I it just it just needed to be there. It just needed to be there. That's a good one. I'll all right, so I'll throw my misfits pick on now because uh we're talking about them. Gotta pick Halloween. Yeah. Part one. I'm not as big of a fan as part two of part two as part one. Well, you know, when Michael Myers Oh, you're talking about the song. <laughs> yes. Not the movie. Well, of course, in true Misfits fashion, the songs are only two minutes long, but there's, you know, two, three different parts of them. <laughs> true. For, yes. for whatever reason. Uh, this one is just, this isn't a Halloween themed song, but it's just scary to listen to because it's so real listening to it. And it's evil in a lot of ways. Corn, the song Daddy. I'm not familiar it's like the last song on the first album and i think it's the last song on the first album and he just basically just lets lets it all out it's just it's a, obviously it's a song about you know good touch bad touch kind of stuff um and he just like loses his shit two-thirds of the way through the song just starts crying as he's singing you know it's not fake like it's just dis disturbing to listen to so as far as spooky songs go yeah that one's right up there <laughs> that one's yeah, very sounds very like frightening it. it is you know either that or shoots and ladders but daddy is way 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 spooky that's demented it is but it's going on a playlist <laughs> y'all can skip it there we go, there we go. 
All right. Uh, I went with what I think is probably the slowest, uh, most menacing song by this band. Um, closing out one of the greatest albums of all time, Night Prowler, ACDC. Nice. From Highway to Hell, which uh, developed a serial killer. That guy that I forget what his name was, but he used to call himself the Night Prowler because of the ACDC song. Night Stalker. Night Stalker? Yeah, but you're talking, you're talking about Richard Ramirez. I think so, yeah. He was, the, he was the Night Stalker. But that name wasn't given to him. He didn't call himself that. He was a big ACDC fan. There you go. And he would wear like the ACDC hat and, or an ACDC shirt or something like that, whatever it was when he was doing his fun stuff. And... Uh, the the media actually called him the night stalker i see okay and he loved it which is i'm sure acdc know. didn't well night stalker not night prowler yeah 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 so, but them just being associated they probably didn't like it oh no they didn't like that part. <laughs> no not at all um speaking of associating with halloween how could you not associate halloween with typo negative right absolutely need to do that and there are many songs you could pick that are spooky from them but the one that screams to be included is black number one it was on yeah. my list yeah i mean how could it not be with the with the lyric every day is halloween yep you know uh and i was just having this conversation the other day about typo negative i still miss peter he's a good guy uh but yeah black number one but you can well, go with like so many things off that album yeah, you could, that's another one where you could just put the whole record on the playlist. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, speaking of, so this is an upcoming release for the Typo Negative fans out there. Yes. And I know you probably know about this. So uh, over time, they've been re-releasing all, all the albums yet again on vinyl. Uh, and they're about to release re-release Origin of the Feces. Now, for those of you that don't know, Origin of the Feces has two covers. Yep. The second cover is like um, like a like a Vlad the Impaler type scene with skeletons and things like that, you know, and they put that on there because the first cover <laughs> didn't go over very well because the first cover was Peter Steele's anus like right there. And uh, just like slow, deep and hard is Peter Steele's penis. So it's like you went front to back uh, from the first album to the second album. So they obviously couldn't keep putting that album out. Uh, but now it's being released on shit brown vinyl. <laughs> and, and, and there's a scratch and sniff component to the cover. Unreal. I, I don't know how this is going to happen. I just don't. And I, I kind of don't want to get it, but I kind of have to get it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a must own. I kind of have to get that. And yeah, I'll scratch and sniff it. <laughs> I just don't know what the hell it's going to smell. I so, hope it's like some sort of joke where you scratch it. And it's like, oh, unicorn farts. Like, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> something like really pleasant or something, you know. So I have to ask you because I was never super up on typo. Um, you know, I've heard their records and stuff, but mm -hmm. are they is it supposed to be funny? Because they do a lot of funny shit. Yeah. Pun intended in this case. But like <laughs> they they they're always there's always a joke and but then they seem so serious that you're like, well, is it supposed to be funny? Or like 
Or are they just um, that over the top? Like like how Manowar, like you would think Manowar's supposed to be funny, but no, they're not funny. They're, they're not, not funny. They're not trying to be funny. Yeah, no, they're not funny, and they're not fun. Um, but Typo Negative has always been tongue-in-cheek, sarcasm, punny humor, you know, um, pyromantic like using like things like that like just words like that like that's the best one from peter Steele. i mean uh, peter Steele was was i was with uh, uh i was out at at, at the uh, where were we we were at the rainbow in la me peter and two of the girls from drain sth and i forget who else somebody else oh i think it was i think it may have been Riggs. um no, I don't know. Anyway, it was at least the four of us, and there were more. And uh, the two the two members of Drain were going to put together, like, another band, too. So Peter was coming up with names for their band. He had a list of, like, 30 names that he came up with. And the two that I always remember, one was The Giant, and the other was Replicant. So, <laughs> but, yeah, that's Peter in a nutshell, you know. So, yeah, the humor was meant to be there, but a lot of it was, like, a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. um because you know peter was just that kind of guy so mm -hmm. um but yeah all the humor was meant to be there absolutely got it i believe it's your turn it is okay uh this isn't necessary i think just the subject matter and the performance itself is spooky so that's why i put it on my list um child in time by deep purple um i think you know the the whole it's telling the story of like somebody going to war and uh gillen doing those crazy screams just sound like you know you're withering in pain and it's it's a lot it's kind of over the top for especially for 1970 so um and of course john lord the the hammond b3 organ always adding that extra little bit of uh of uh spookiness to anything so i put child in time on you know i'm I, again i'm getting lit up with texts so <laughs> this is good um, I went with the who for my next one. Oh no. Which who song did you pick? Because if you picked mine, I thought I was, I thought I was really going outside the box on this one. Then probably not because this is kind of inside the box. I mean, it's kind of evident. I went with Boris the spider. That's what I had. That's not outside the box. Well, it's outside the box in terms of most people don't ever bring that song up. Your box sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Boris the spider definitely belongs on it. All right, wait a minute. I have to address this. I can't see how Possum Kingdom by the Toadies is a spooky song. I don't even know if I know that song. You do know oh, that that's song. Oh, that's the dun dun. Yeah. Dun dun. Maybe dun, lyrically? Dun. Is Make it lyrically? Make up your mind. Make up. Make up your mind. <laughs> Red Right Hand by Nick Cave is, though, for sure. That's, a, that's, that's okay, a, but that's Possum Kingdom? Suggestion. Nah. I don't, I don't see that one. Maybe lyrically. I don't, I don't know the song well enough. I will treat you well, my sweet angel. Angel, so help me, Jesus. Did he kill somebody? No, Maybe? I don't, I don't know. Song? Maybe, I don't know. I got to listen to the song again. Um, this one is, this one's, well, no, I already went. So, yeah, you go. Sorry, I picked your, I picked your who song. Okay. Um, I think this is one of the creest, spookiest songs ever recorded thanks to the, uh, sitar and uh, i remember hearing it during the 2003 blackout which i was like 11 and that shit scared the 
it it like the whole thing scared the shit out of me that all the power could go out and there was no lights and you couldn't see anything and i remember laying in the basement with no lights on but just the radio and hearing them play this song paint it black by the stones nice that uh, does have a kind of spooky connotation with the sitar in the beginning and what and, the, and the, the the drums have like that trance thing happening um god song i still when i hear it it freaks me out well since we're on the topic i also went with a rolling stones tune and i went with sympathy for the devil because devil's in the title yep uh but that song has been used in so many spooky sort of ways. But that song, you know, being in the minor key, talking about like the, the arrangement of the song, like you did with Paint It Black with like the, you know, the bombastic drums kind of thing. Sympathy for the Devil being in the minor key like it is with that really shrill solo at the end. You know, it's just like, it's like nails on a blackboard. Like it's yeah. just evil and kind of spooky. And all the, you know, all the reverb on, on Mick's voice at the end, you know, with the, when he's doing the high parts at the end. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. should be on there too. So. It's a great one. Dean did give an explanation about his toadies pick. Yeah, he wants to ill her. I'm sure he meant kill. Well, it could be Bill. <laughs> he wants to bill her and leave yeah. her underwater? He wants to bill her. Yeah, she didn't pay her bill. Put her underwater. Mark's uh, <laughs> suggestion is Seasons of Wither. I like that one. And Wither in the Fall. So for that reasoning, I like it as a choice. Mm. Yes, that's a good one. Funny, because Aerosmith's going to come up for me much later in the show. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you're up. Okay. Um, let me look at my list real quick. Okay. One of the creepiest bands, I think, or spooky bands, again, thanks to the organ, which I know you hate, the Doors. Don't like the Doors. A lot of Doors choices that could go on this playlist, but I thought far and away, the creepiest, freakiest Doors song that there is is not to touch the earth off of Waiting for the Sun. Crazy Maybe shit. The Boars. <laughs> not to touch the earth. Yep. You don't know that song? I probably do, but probably not by name. You know, Same Love thing it. as like Possum Kingdom. It's I the Danette song. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like the Doors. I really can't believe it. I just think you should believe it, buddy. <laughs> the doors true the doors and tom petty i uh, everything else that you don't like I, I understand why you don't like it even bands that i love but those two really just uh, i it's, it surprises me just sorry you know it's funny because they were not around they were not my influences when i when i created kiss because kiss is mine no you have to say kiss is the band we always wanted to see on stage Kiss is the band we always wanted to see on stage besides the doors. We <laughs> never look, wanted to see the door. If you look, we had a door on the elder, which was our tribute to the doors. So the door on the elder is basically us giving a tribute to Jim Morrison and company. If you look closely, you'll see that the doors stole everything from Kiss essentially yes they from what i understand from what i've learned is that a time machine was used <laughs> and they sent jim morrison into the future and he saw kiss circa 78 yep and he brought it all back to the doors and it was john densmore that said no <laughs> we can't do this 
That's why he hasn't been involved in any of the reunions. Oh, anyway. my God. <laughs> oh, Dean doesn't like the doors either. Because Dean's my best friend. Uh, I don't know. And Mark Garney, I've never met anyone who didn't like Tom Petty. Well, you've met Mike, and he does not like Tom Petty. No, Somehow. Fat Gene Simmons. Yeah. That's, well, Mike doesn't like Tom Petty either. Yes, he does not. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I do like, though. I do like this Elton John song. I know it's weird to bring up Elton John for Halloween, but um, who wants to? Oh, wait. Now, this is great. Who <laughs> wants to see a hippie dude dance while another dude plays with his organ? Obviously, Nick. I never because, saw the doors. Well, no, but you go see the Grateful Dead and Fish. No, I don't go see Fish. Come on. I draw the line somewhere. That's ridiculous. Uh, oh, okay. I so hate fish. Oh, okay. What about sushi? I, I, I like sushi. Okay, good. That's fish. That's F-I-S-H fish, not P-H-I-S-H. Oh. Dean, right. who are you saying you hate, fish oh, or hate, the doors? Oh, he hates the doors. I mean, he hates the Grateful Dead. No, no Dean does not oh, hate Dean likes the, Grateful the Grateful Dead. Dead? Yeah, Dennis doesn't like uh, the Grateful Dead. Ah, Dean okay. likes the Grateful Dead. I got it, got it, got it. Okay, got it now. Um, my turn. So, yeah, so Elton John, as I was saying. Yes, Elton John, um, funeral for a friend. You know, oh, yeah. when you think about it, like the keyboard part, you know, and going into Love Lies Bleeding, of course, but the whole, like, that's a, a kind of, a, I mean, it's obviously a, like, a, like a funeral march, so therefore it's a little down, but it's cool with the synths and everything and, you know, early synth use and then going right into Love Lies Bleeding, which is awesome. you got to kind of leave that in here. You can't just do funeral for a friend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick. And I just think it's because of, like, it's a very dour, down, just down song, and it just fits for Halloween type stuff. Yep, and possibly my favorite Elton tune, "Fish Grateful Dead." All the same crap. I don't. Yep. I don't. No, it's not. And Dennis, you spelled grateful wrong. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he's grateful they're dead. <laughs> Actually, that would be spelled wrong, anyways. <laughs> how about uh, how about uh, Scotty told me that uh, he saw the Ramones the year Jerry Garcia died, and. Uh, he said he was a little bit further back in the crowd, and I think it was Joey. No, maybe it was Johnny that uh, had had a shirt on that had Garcia on it. And and Scotty was like, why the hell is one of the Ramones wearing a Jerry Garcia shirt? And I know then, exactly what it said on it. Uh, I know what, I was hanging out with Johnny while he was wearing that shirt one there, day. There you go. Yeah, he, I'm not yeah, even kidding. Yeah, and so Scotty said he gets up closer, and it says, I'm grateful Jerry's dead. Yeah. I was at a when Rob Zombie when I was working for Rob Zombie a million years ago and he was he did mazes at Halloween Horror Nights before House of a Thousand Corpses came out and me Rob Sherry Johnny and Johnny's girlfriend all went to the thing and he was wearing that shirt and I just said I really just love your shirt <laughs> forget that you were in the Ramones that shirt's great yeah, yeah no that, that the shirt was was phenomenal so I mean you can't couldn't beat that with a stick um. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's my. Is it? No, you just did Elton John. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your turn. Okay. Time to pick a Kiss song. Uh-oh. There's only one, I think, that really works for this topic. Well, oh. there's two, actually, but I'm going with the obvious one, and that's God of Thunder. 
It's got to be on there, it's especially the Destroyer version. And Mike, you can back this up, especially the Destroyer version in Atmos. Yeah, because of the the, the whole like high pitched baby voices, the yes. devil baby voice or whatever. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy. Uh, yeah, that then. It's like coming from you don't even know where it's coming from. Yep, like, yep, all right, yep. that's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, I can't even impersonate that. But you know, when I wrote that song, well, I was Paul always wrote thinking, that song. No, I wrote that song. Paul took credit for writing the song because he didn't have enough credit in his mind. But I actually wrote that song thinking of Paul thinking of me. No, that's incorrect, Gene. Actually, if you open your Kiss box set, you'll find that there is a demo of Paul Stanley singing God of Thunder included on the box set. No, listen, that was me singing like Paul on the demo. <laughs> no, And you incorrect. can find it at kissonline.com. You can buy all of this at Kiss Kiss Condoms with a K, Kiss Coffin with a K, Kiss Halloween. We put a K in front of the H on Halloween. That's a silent K. We'll get you coming. We'll get you going. Yes. But again, the K in front of Halloween is silent. It's not Halloween. It's Halloween because I am Hebraic and it works. Anyway, uh, great song. Great song to pick. And yeah, spooky works. Yes. Um. I got a twofer as well. Another okay. twofer. Nine Inch Nails. Now, there's several songs you can pick for Nine Inch Nails. Uh, you know, but I went with two. One is, well, one might not be evident. One, I think, is evident. The song Came Back Haunted um, yes. from Hesitation Marks. Great song. Great song. I mean, the kid, you know, it's not even the first song on the album. It's the first single off the album, but it's the second uh, song on the album. Even the first song is good and spooky as well. But Came Back Haunted is a great Nine Inch Nails song. It's like very subdued, but just keeps building and building as the song goes on. Uh, it's got a great hooky chorus, but it is spooky because of like the bed, the pads that are below it. It just Trent Reznor just knows what to do. Like he yeah. just that's just him, you know. Um, and then the second one is Hurt. Why because, Hurt? Because that song is haunting. That song is spooky as all get out. Just the way, you know, whether it's his version or the Johnny Cash version, it doesn't matter. In fact, the Johnny Cash version is probably more haunting. Yeah. You know, because of his warbling voice and everything as he was as he was growing older. And it's just this. It's not the material in the song. It's just the atmosphere of the song and that chord that gets hit. Those three chords that get hit right at the end of the song by Nine Inch Nails, those fuzzed out diminished chords. It's just like. Oh, it's so just, ah, this belongs on a Halloween playlist. No. All right. I'll buy it. Okay. Well, you go. Oh, wait, here we go. Here's another one. Dancing in the dark by Springsteen. Great song for a Halloween party in prison. (laughs) Thank you, Dennis. Unreal. Oh, it's going to go on. No, it won't go. (laughs) It can't go on. That doesn't. It won't. It won't go on. Okay. I'm going to pick, I'm going through my list, making sure I don't pick something you already said. Uh, Another super ominous, crazy, spooky song, especially the way it's How the Gods Kill by Danzig. Yeah. You could pretty much pick any Danzig song for spooky playlist, but that one in particular really stands out to me. Um, Yeah, it's just, that's another one. It freaks me out. (laughs) It's a freaky tune. Yeah. Uh, I can't say it's not. 
Um, actually, I die die my darling on here too. Um, That's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Elton John. Iron Maiden. What maiden did you pick? Hallowed? Nope. Okay. Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, opera. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. I mean, again, just, you know, the the tandem guitar and bass riffs that are in that. I mean, that just, first of all, that just told the story about Steve Harris going forward. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you didn't know Iron Maiden, you listen to that song like, who is this amazing bass player? Oh, my God. You know, so. Um, but yeah, that, that song's kind of spooky, right? Love that you know, song. Yeah. When all the time signature changes in it and it does have that, you know, that classic Iron Maiden, you know, that, that sort of like that, you know, one of the three beats they're known for that you is know, in every song. That's funny that you, you just said what you said, because it is one of those things where like, that's on their first record. And if you listen to that, really everything they've done since is just been recycling oh, yeah. parts of that song. Yeah. Basically, Be- better for better or for worse. I mean, I, mean yeah. I still want their whole catalog for the most part, but like, it is funny that that song right there could sum up everything Iron Maiden's ever done. Well, if you take, if you basically Phantom of the Opera is a shorter version of Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, like you know, in the middle section there, you know, so it's like parts. You're right; it's just all all intertwined, you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, speaking of Iron Maiden. That was what I was going to pick. That was on my list. So, yes, well, number of the beast. Absolutely. What needs to be said? It's Isn't Vincent Price uh, part of that one, too? That's I don't think that was Vincent Price. It's somebody that sounds just like him. I don't think it was him, though. I I, I remember something about this, and I don't think it was Vincent Price. The, the voice is too low. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. Woe to you, O Earth and <laughs> Sea. And see, <laughs> for the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. <laughs> Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is kiss. <laughs> and you know what you got to say, Mike? Another gene quote that's uh, always there is uh, anything that can have kiss on it should have kiss on it. I'll see if I can reprise that one later. Uh, well, since he stole your pick, pick another one. Okay. Uh, this one goes with kind of what you were saying a minute ago about Hurt, because I don't think it's technically, the, the content isn't spooky, but uh, the vibe of the tune is spooky. Mm. Gold Dust Woman, Fleetwood Mac. Ah, yeah, actually. Well, which version? The Rumors version. Oh, the Fleetwood Mac version. Yes. Because Hole actually did a cover of it on um, this uh, the Crow City of Angels soundtrack. Oh, I've never heard it. It's great. Okay, it's great, and that is actually a, that could be a great candidate for you know for discovered because they do a really good job of it. It's uh, go listen to it. That's okay. all I'm going to say. But yeah, I mean, and it's 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 a little more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. a little more rocking, but it's it's a great version. But yeah, I mean the the Fleetwood Mac version, uh, the original version, of course. Yeah, it's it's yeah, just the 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 vocals make that song. Yep, yep. Um, hmm, King Diamond. Oh, damn it! I think you took. You're gonna take mine again. Probably am. Um, but. 
With that said, I mean, you could pick half of Merciful Fate songs yes. and half of King Diamond songs, and it would work because King Diamond's involved. Yep. But I, I, I had to go with Welcome Home. Yep, that's what I, I had. I, to go, I had to go with Welcome Home. I mean, you, you can't. You can't think of King Diamond without thinking that. And of course, since Clerks 3 came out recently, it just all keeps coming back to that. So, Yeah, they reference. I haven't seen the third one yet, but they sing it a bunch in uh, in two in two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a you have to see it. Let's, let's, all I'm going to say is there's a lot of uh, black metal references in that movie. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. All right, well, since you pick King Diamond, I'll pick Merciful Fate into the coven. Yeah, into the coven. Are the, Is Merciful Fate playing by you? They're playing here on my birthday. Probably, but I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. i got to see when it is. They're only doing, like, 12 shows. They're probably playing in L.A. Okay. I, I You know, they're probably playing L.A., Texas, because that's where King lives. Detroit, you know, like all the major metros. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, now what about as opposed to gold dust woman what about the wrestler gold dust there you go uh, be a bit much <laughs> um now this one i know you would not have put this on your list this is a good one stand by eminem uh, <laughs> um black sabbath black sabbath I almost put it on my list just because it has to be there, but I didn't feel good yeah. about saying it. I know because you hate Black Sabbath, and I—that's one thing I don't understand about you. I don't hate yeah. Black Sabbath. I hate Ozzy Black Sabbath, which, and really, I hate Ozzy because I could still yeah, that find I some, know I could still find good stuff in the Ozzy Black Sabbath. Like I think Volume Four is great, but Volume Four is an amazing album. Yeah, but. But so is know. Black Sabbath, and so is Paranoid, and so is Masters of Reality, not. and so is Sabotage, and so is Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. What about Never Say Die? I or didn't say that was great. Ecstasy. I didn't say that was great either. But are there a couple of good songs on each of them? Yes. Were they fully cocaine fueled at that point? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was happening, one hundred percent for sure. So. Now, while I'm at it, I'm going to pull another one off my list because Dean nailed it. This was going to be my one Rush song. And Witch Hunt, that song is incredibly haunting. If you haven't heard it, it is uh, song six on the CD or side two, song two on Moving Pictures. Uh, and is uh, part three of Fear. The trilogy. It is. It is. I didn't know so that. You didn't know that that was part three of Fear? No. What's well, parts one and two? Uh, the Enemy Within and The Weapon. The Weapon is part two. Enemy Within is part three. Uh, part okay. one. But they did it in reverse order. So they did three on moving pictures. Two had The Weapon, which was... Uh, signals. Uh, I mean, Signals uh, had The Weapon, which is number two. And Enemy Within is on Grace Under Pressure. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. They went backwards. That's why I was backwards. confused. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was one of mine. Uh, hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. If they do a 40th anniversary box of signals, would you get it? Because that's where it starts getting dicey for, for me. I mean, I that love might Rush, be, but that's that like might the, be That might be the last box that I would get. Because if they did it for Grace Under Pressure, I'm not buying it. Mm. You know, um, signals is, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna. I don't know. 
because it would have to be it would have to be next year and stuff. Yeah, but it, it's got two really good songs on it: Subdivisions and and well, three because the weapon's okay, but uh, Subdivisions and New World Man. And then after that, I you know, I'm not a big fan of Digital Man or like some of the other stuff that's on that album. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, I may or may not. Um, I already said that one, and I already said these two. Um, is it? It is. Is it my turn? No, it's my turn. All right, go ahead. Procreation of the Wicked by Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost, Celtic however, Frost. however you decide you want to say it. Celtic, Celtic, whatever. When I when I met Tom G. Warrior, he called it Celtic Frost. So I would think he would be the authority. Yeah, but he says he's a musician who said everything wrong to begin. <laughs> you know, it's Celtic Frost. Whatever. Celtic, Celtic. The song belongs on the playlist. Unless you're in Boston. That's like the only place that you can be. Uh, And now Jeff Henderson, another country heard from, did a kindergartner do your makeup? Yes. Roger did it. (laughs) Roger did my makeup. So um, this one is spooky just because of the, 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 the chord progressions. Um, it's probably the heaviest Faith No More song ever. It's on uh, Angel Dust. I think it's the last song on Angel Dust, and it's called Jizz Lobber. Jizz Lobber. That is actually the name of the song, Jizz Lobber. Uh, and it is heavy as fuck. <laughs> and it's just evil. And it's Mike Patton screaming through a large portion of the song. Um, it's probably one of Jim Martin's finest moments as far as writing. Before just he grew evil. a pumpkin. Yeah, well, there is that. Um, I didn't say that was one of his finest moments. But, I think know. it is. In fact, that's probably finer than any of his Faith No More work. I don't know, man. Because a Guinness Angel Book Dust is of a pretty World badass Records album. record for What's growing that? the largest pumpkin. What's that? He held a record in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, 930-pound pumpkin. I know. That's amazing. He was growing giant pumpkins. That's, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but, I mean, like, is it better than, than what he move on go your turn (laughs) sorry sorry to upset you (laughs) um gotta go with another alice song because there's so many choices ballad of dwight fry from love it to death who is that alice cooper oh alice cooper sorry that's What what song again ballad of dwight fry you've talked about that before yeah it was on our epics yeah uh, but yeah, that's if you go see Alice live, that's where they put him in the straight jacket and that's usually right. chop his head off and everything. So, um, but you get all c- sorts of craziness in there with Alice doing the I gotta get out of here part. Um, yeah, just fantastic stuff. This whole time I've had some makeup in my eye, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone um, know who got swept by the Astros? That right, was shut scary. up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Um, all right. So this one's for Jeff. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, at some point I'm like, well, I need some inform- in- inspiration as to what songs to pick as far as spooky songs. I do some research on the internet sometimes, you know, when you need that. And, uh, here we go. Hair in my eye. It's not helping me. Um, there was a list of like 10 spookiest metal songs or something like that. And most of them were not spooky. This one though, it's by, <laughs> it's by mayhem. 
right? Which is one of the reasons why I brought them up earlier. Is it Chainsaw Guts Fuck? It is Chainsaw Guts Fuck. <laughs> one of the best song titles of all time. What? All right. So here's. Sorry for the ladies in the audience that are listening to this right now, but here's a great line from Chainsaw Guts Fuck. Maggots crawling in her cunt. I just love to lick that shit. Bury you in a slimy grave. You will rot forever there. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. You're going to need Jesus after that. No, you, you, need, you need a whole congregation. Like, you need a church. Like, you're the whole church. Just yeah. to, like, cleanse yourself. Um, yeah, that was that's spooky as all get out. Classy. So there's that. Yeah, exactly. It's classy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, hey, the song is called Chainsaw Guts Fuck. <laughs> right. All right. Your turn. I don't know if I could top that one. <laughs> oh, I got one that does. So I put this song on the list just because I feel like it has to be on a Halloween playlist. I don't really like the song at all. In fact, it's one of my most hated songs ever, but I still think it belongs on a Halloween playlist. And that's Werewolves Born to be of... Wild uh, Born to be Wild by uh, the Cult. No, Werewolves oh. of London. Oh, all right, Warren Zevon. Okay. Yeah. What about the version though by The Dead? It probably sucks. No, it's great. <laughs> Sung by Bob Weir with a very uh with a very uh lot of enthusiasm. Coke? No, he just goes, Where was London? Oh, so you're being sarcastic. Yes. Got it. Well, I'm gonna go to the <laughs> Again, I had to look for inspiration. I I listened to this song and it's going on the list and you can't understand the lyrics at all. It's one of those. It's by a it's by a band called Torso Fuck, and the song is called "Raped by Elephants." All right, and basically all the lyrics sound like the guy is just burping. It's just say the name of the band again. Torso Fuck, spelled just how you think torso. Fuck. Yeah. Torso fuck. Raped by elephants. So, yeah. That wasn't necessarily one of my primary choices. I have lots of other good ones. I promise. That one's but I, if I didn't get that one out, uh, and if you had it on your list, I'd be like, oh my God. Okay. We have issues. No. I've never good. heard of that. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> it sounds like a classic. There you go. And it's a golden oldie. Yes, <laughs> it is. Uh, what do you got? All right, I'm about to be out of songs. That's uh, all right. Come back around to uh, Slayer one more time. Black Magic from Show No Mercy. Great song. Yes. Great song. Absolutely. That's a good one. Um, why didn't you pick something else off Show No Mercy, though? You could pick anything. Die by the Sword. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Hell Awaits isn't on there, but Hell Awaits no. would be a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, Slayer's another one. You could pick anything off their first, like, five records, and it would fall under the umbrella of this. <laughs> Great. Dean says, A&R guy. I'm guessing he's referring to Torso Fuck. Um, yeah, about that name. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so good. Um, Dream Warriors is a good suggestion. It is, but let's get to let's get to the 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 the, the chuckle patch after we're done with our songs. Okay, all right. Um, because I may have had it on there. I don't. Okay. I may have. Uh, I went with something also a little more normal. Donovan, Season of the Witch. Great one. Great song. And that was actually covered by Vanilla Fudge. Yeah. I think Vanilla Fudge did a cover of that too. Um, which is not bad, but the Donovan version is far superior for sure. All right, my last one. Had to had to put Bruce on the list somehow. I always got to get him on there. Jungle Land. Nope. Night oh. with the Jersey Devil. <laughs> oh my God. Got to be on there. Oh my God. How? Oh my God. <laughs> you had to. Just... I could I could have put his cover of Monster Mash on there. What was the big man going? He did the mash and like. I did the monster mash. Like, I'll what? send you the video of it. I'd, Christ. All right. Well, let's There's see. There's a thing here on the bottom, Mike, that says present. Maybe I could present to everybody the monster mash by Bruce Springsteen in the E Street. Let's Man. let's not do that. Let's not. Let's not. I think you actually you could if it was a native file on your computer, but I, I don't think you could do it through YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, well, since you're done, I have some others here. Um, I'm surprised you didn't go with this one with ACDC, Hell's Bells. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a couple others I threw on here. Uh, like, I also had Welcome to My Nightmare. I had that. Uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus. Oh, it's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Good that's call. That's got to be on a Halloween Halloween playlist. Um, I also went with a, a couple of other, uh, another typo negative song, Everyone I Love is Dead great song for the list uh though that's probably the happiest down song they have it's like upbeat and down all at the same time um ministry every day is halloween uh and this song is just evil and i don't like the guy um but marilyn manson the reflecting god from antichrist superstar there's a lot of things i think it's his best record by far, and it's probably the best song on that album, too, because um, it's just it's the one that starts off with your world is an ashtray well, yeah. you know, uh, so yeah. and so forth. Um, but it's just the, the, the chorus of it is just so angry, just angry <laughs> uh, that it works uh, and it is spooky and it's Marilyn Manson. I mean, you could have, you know used anything from smells like children up to present day, yep, yep. but he's a spooky character and he can go fuck himself. There you um, go. Yeah. Uh, what else did I have on here? Blue oyster cult. Don't fear the reaper. That's a great one. Yep. You know, uh, and then, well, one I'm going to add on. Oh, there, there was a, a band and I got to look this up. Um, cold. Jeez, uh, I, I had it written down. Is is Cold Blue Hand a band you've heard of? No. Damn it. Maybe I got the. Oh, Cold Blue Rebels. I'm sorry. Cold Blue Rebels. They have a song called Zombie Love that somebody turned me on to recently. And it's actually a cool tune. And it does fit because it starts off at like a like a 50s style 
uh, sort of jam. And then it goes to like a rockabilly thing in the middle, like a punk rockabilly thing in the middle. And uh, check out the video on YouTube because that like this, like they fit like the drummer is, has like, you know, skull makeup on and the singer has like a, like a, um, uh, uh, a severed head hanging off his, his mic stand. And, nice. but they're all playing to like a fifties, like at a fifties high school dance. It's, it's, it's great. So I just want to throw those guys, throw a shout out uh, on that one. And that's pretty much everything I have. So, I mean, it's, let's see, let's see what we got here in the chat. Let's see. Dragula by white. Well, it's by Rob zombie actually, but yes, uh, Dragula is a great tune too. And that was off the same album as, uh, as living dead girl, Hellbilly deluxe. Excuse me. Uh, country death song by the violent femmes. I'm not familiar with that one. I don't know that one either. Um, let's see. I'm going to make note of these two and put it all on the playlist. Dragula, uh, country death song. I just got a text, Mike, that says, uh, fat Gene Simmons is funny. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> was that from your mom? No, it was not. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a shame then. <laughs> uh, some bands leave after the steak. We like to stay for the ice cream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> some bands leave after the steak. We like to stay for the ice cream. How was that? Was that pretty good? <laughs> I think Paul might have said that though. Some bands leave after the steak, but we you like know. to stay for the ice cream. You know. How you about know. Scotty was telling me that he saw a kiss at Louder Than Life last month and that Paul there's like seventy thousand people and Paul goes, you know. We're playing a festival tonight, so we don't have as much time. So there's no time for chit chat. Meanwhile, he's chit chatting. Right, exactly. We don't have the time to talk, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know. All right. <laughs> Theme from Halloween. Yeah, good. that has to be on there. And That's by the same one. token, Tubula Bells. Yep. Michael Oldfield, uh, Mike Oldfield from The Exorcist. I want to add Witch Finder Finder by Acid Witch. You know, I was thinking about Acid Witch as well, but good call. Acid Witch. Witch Finder Finder? Yeah. That's one of my claims to fame. You know, I did get to play one show on drums for Acid Witch. Oh, did you? Yeah, I played in Toronto with Acid Witch. Yeah. Let's see. What else we got here? Um, Let's see. Big Pumpkin. Epic Pumpkin. (laughs) All right, so Dream Warriors, great one. So we're gonna go. We're gonna put that in for rocking with Dokken. Dream Warriors. Uh, and if see. you want to hear something scary, hear Don Dokken sing that now. Uh, no, that's okay because he can't sing it. He <laughs> no, can't he, sing. He can't sing. He could hardly sing then. Walking with a Dead Girl by Kick Tracy. Oh, that's your favorite band, Mike. That's yeah. That's the only way that they could walk with a girl is if she was dead. I understand that Kick Tracy never spoke to a girl without giving their credit card number first. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the Black Widow. Oh, yeah. That's on Welcome to My Nightmare. There you go. So we're going to put that in there. No, 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 no. Um, let's see. I think, let's see what else. I know that there were others up in here that I know that we passed. 
Um, copyright, copyright, copyright. Uh, seasons of Wither. Yeah, Aerosmith. We should put that on there. I think it's a good one. Is it spooky? Yeah. All right. Well, then it's on the list. Um, let's see. Yeah, Jeff, I'm single because I don't give out my credit card number to women. <laughs> you know, put it this way. The way this works is this. If and I, I don't do this, but if you go to a prostitute, it costs you like 100 bucks a shot. If you get married, it costs you 100 grand a year. And it's not nearly as good, I'm sure. That's a hell of so. some advice there. <laughs> <laughs> Glad people tune in to hear things like that. Actually, that was, uh, who did I steal that from? I stole it from Jackie Mason, of all people. There you go. That was, that was part of his act. So, <laughs> if I go to a hooker, it costs me 500 bucks. If I, go to, if I get married, it's 50 grand a year. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I think that might be it for this. I mean, if you guys have anything else, please, you know, put it in the chat. Uh, by the way, subscribe, like, do the whole thing. Please do all that. We need to have all that. We need to have more people liking, subscribing, hit the notification bell, all that other fun stuff. Uh, but now it's time for our last two segments, right? Right, yes. Nick? Yes. Right, Nick? Yes. It's time for Nick. Is it time for our last two segments? It's time for at least one of them. It's time for both of them. Okay. Are you not ready for one of them? Is that oh, what it is? No, I'm ready. Oh, oh, you're ready. Oh, oh, ready. all right. I'm ready. Well, we're going to start with the first one, which is Discovered, where we discuss a cover song that we like as much, if not more, than the original. And Nick, why don't you take us in this time? Okay, so I picked for Discovered this week, Motorhead's cover of Heroes by David Bowie. Really? And the, and the reason I picked it, though, is, is sort of like what you were saying about uh, Johnny Cash and Hurt earlier, is uh, that's one of the one of the last things for Lemmy. Um, I think it was on their very last record. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that's just such a such a powerful tune, um, the Bowie version, lyrically. That it, and it's cool to hear Motorhead put their spin on it, but it, it's, it's uh, special to hear Lemmy sing those lyrics. I thought it was cool. Cool. Well, it's going to go on the uh, on the playlist when I eventually put that together because I still haven't done that one. You're going to. I want to have to go through like 25 I was episodes say, and find all that's the covers. That's a lot of effort. <laughs> well, we did have the one episode that was all covers, and that I made a playlist out of. Yep. So that was like the it was a lot. Um, do you want to rock and roll? <laughs> Baby, get hot. Do hot, hot. <laughs> that one. You got to do this one from Love Them, Leave Them. Love Them, Leave Them, Love Them, Leave Them. How about that song? The message is, is actually have sex with them and then leave them. Yeah. Which is why it's on all the greatest hits. Good, good, uh, good deep lyrics there, Gene. Yeah. Love Them, Leave Them. Speaking of that era of Kiss, I finally got a copy of Love Gun complete. I saw your post. Complete with the gun and the inner uh, the, the, the inner sleeve, which I have like three copies with the inner. But I now have it with the inner, with the merch sheet, and with the gun. Finally. Is I the gun assembled? Uh, no. Unpunched? It came out of the punch, but it has the punch. Okay. That's but cool. it's not assembled. Got it. Okay. So close nice <laughs> um 
So for Discovered this week, I tried to keep it kind of spooky still, and it was on my list, and I decided to wait uh, to talk about the song because I like the original, but I like the cover better, and that's uh, Blue Monday by New Order that was covered by Orgy. And that's kind of a haunting-ish kind of song. I think the original is actually more haunting because it's a little more synthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the orgy version is is definitely heavier and more uh, late 90s, if you and, will. And who did you just tell me was in orgy that I had no idea? Amir Durak. From what band? Rough Cut. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah, that blew yeah. my mind. I was like, wow, that's the same. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. But yeah, same guy um and yeah so i I like that version i think they did a really good job with that and it definitely stays true to the original just heavies things up and makes it more my speed the original is definitely spooky though um but yeah i like i like the orgy version i really do i think they did a great job with it in fact that first orgy album is, is pretty damn good i mean between that and stitches like you know those both of those songs are great they did a great job with that and that was one of those really well produced albums Mm -hmm. um just big sound big sound they got a big budget that they're probably still paying for probably (laughs) all right so now nick you know what time it is i do know what time it is it is time for this song sucks It fails to get old. <laughs> it does. It absolutely fails to get old. It's still good all the time. I love that intro. Um, so since you went first last time, I'm going to go first this time. Okay. And I told you, Aerosmith was going to make another appearance later on in the show. Yes. <laughs> and here it is. I was out walking Roger earlier, and for some reason, this song popped in my head, and I said, get out of my head. I do not like you. And it's a song by Aerosmith called What It Takes. Oh, yeah. Hate that song. I, I just how this was a hit is beyond me. I, I don't I just it's weak. And then like just Steven Tyler screaming and then like there's harmonica in it. And just like it's just weird. And just I, oh. just there's, stop it. There's a lot worse Aerosmith songs than that. There are, but that one is not good, man. That song sucks. I don't care who you are. That song is just fucking bad. All right. Oh, that song's great. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's great, but I also wouldn't say it sucks. It sucks. That's... Jaded's bad, too. Oh, no, I love Jaded. No, you're crazy. Do you really? No, I love Jaded. Jaded's bad. No, no, like a bad Aerosmith song is like pink. That's a bad song. I actually that's, don't mind pink. See, that's crazy. I don't know how you can not like Jaded, but you like pink. Pink is fun. No, it's not. It's stupid. It is, but it's stupid fun. What about love is hard on the knees? Falling in love is yeah. hard on the knees. That's also fun and stupid. Nine lives. The song or the album? The album. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, look, that was around the time they had the, the pinball game, right? The no, the pinball, no, the pinball machine's not that old. 
There was a pinball machine in the nineties. Oh, there was. Okay, there was. Yeah. A se- okay, there's a second one then. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, no, no, there, there was. There was a pinball machine in the nineties. So look that up, pinball boy. Got it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they did it. They, I know they did another one, but they did that one way back. Way, okay. Way back. It was one of the first ones where it was, uh, you know, the, like the, L- the the amber LCD screen that yeah, was articulated yeah, yeah. with animations. It was like one of the first ones of those. Okay. Um, but yeah. Pink is, yeah, and it's my favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> pink. That song is terrible. Jaded is awesome. Jaded's like the Jaded's best terrible. song that they did after Draw the Line. Like from oh, 77 to, to 2002. Look at Witty Boy. Fun and Stupid, <laughs> the new name of this podcast. Hey, hey, by the way. I'm stupid. He's fun. Wait a minute. I got that wrong. <laughs> By the way, what did did uh, who got smoked by the Astros? Because I don't follow baseball. What was he referring to? The Yankees. He's not talking about anything important. Move on. Okay. Sounds like he's, he's not even really an Astros fan. He's like an Angels fan. So he's perennially disappointed. <laughs> so he roots for the Astros. Just so happens that his son pitches in the organization. But when his son gets traded to the Yankees, I won't, I'm going to give him all these words in a nice big bowl. I'm going to watch him eat it. <laughs> That's going to happen. All right. So this week for my uh, This Song Sucks, also sticking with the uh, spooky magic, you know, uh, Halloween-esque thing, I guess. Just because I don't think I drove the point home enough. Steve Miller, Abracadabra. That song You know, didn't you already bring that one up? (laughs) I said I hated it last episode. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to bring it. You can't do two weeks in a row with the same fucking song. What's wrong with you? It came on the other day and I remembered again how much I fucking despise it. What a terrible song. But so put that on there again. No, and, I'm not putting it on twice. Put it on twice. I'm, and then I will follow it up with the Monster Mash because I fucking hate the Monster Mash. All right. Monster Mash can go on both, but I'm not putting Abracadabra on twice. I just I'm not. I I think it sucks times two. No, you think Steve Miller sucks times infinity. Yeah, I get it. You Abra- hate the guy. Abracadabra but- is, is a prime example of why you should hate him. Baby, get hot! <laughs> <sighs> I should have gotten blood caplets. <laughs> you should have, yeah. Just while you're talking, it's like... <laughs> That really would have been great. <laughs> oh, God. Where's my neck? It's here, dipshit. Where's your neck, my yeah. put, put up Gall McCartney's comment. Far more, far uh, harder to find than your chins, which are all out front, Jeff. And you're still in our opening, uh, opening uh, uh, montage. Just letting you know. Uh, Abracadabra could go on every week. No, it's not. It should only go on one week. You can only vote for this damn song once. Can't do it again and again and again and again and again. We're going to wind up with a Spotify with 87 songs, 60 of which are Abracadabra. It's not going to do that. It sucks that bad. I get it. I get it. Fine. You don't like the fucking song. I totally understand. I'm not putting on there again. Hey, you know what we got to talk about, too? Uh, speaking oh, of what else sucks. do we have to talk about? Something else about Steve Miller that no, sucks? No, we have to talk about how uh, Sailor Hawkins posted that video of him singing <laughs> Dreams. 
Yeah, yeah. Sailor Hawkins from Yachtly Crew, a guest of ours from about a month or so ago. Uh, him and Nick had a real knockdown drag out about the song Dreams. Now, I am on Nick's side, but not as violently as Nick is on his own side. And <laughs> Baba Booey, the bass player from Yachtly Crew, was also on Nick's side. Again, not nearly as violently as Nick, but Sailor Hawkins, the drummer, uh, really likes the song Dreams by Van Halen. And Nick does not. No. So it was a knockdown, drag out, scream, almost scream fest, shout fest in a way, which was quite amazing. And made for, I was going to say mate for great TV, but it would make for great internet, I guess. Internet and for TV. Pod, great, great podcast. Um, but yeah, Rob, uh, I mean, Sailor uh, took it upon himself. Uh, Dreams came on the radio and he just lip synced to it and sent it to me and Nick. So <laughs> I'm like, dude, I, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a horse in this race. I just don't care. <laughs> Go toe-to-toe with Nick on this one. I, just I don't hate care. that fucking song. Almost as much as I hate Abracadabra. Almost. Almost. The Great. only thing Abracadabra is saving itself on is that uh, Sugar Ray covered it. Wonderful. Yeah. I should have said that for Discovered, Sugar Ray doing Abracadabra, and then this song sucks. Steve Miller, Abracadabra. <sighs> yeah, you can't use any of them anymore, okay? <laughs> you just can't. You're not allowed, you know? Fuck you! You know, you just... It's still funny. All right, I can't let that loop. Okay, so on that note, we are going to start saying goodbye here. Uh, We've cut the show down to an hour and a half. Y'all got a life now, which is kind of cool. So uh, thanks again for watching. This is Cover to Covered. My name is Fat Gene Simmons. Fat Gene Simmons. And that is Nick Morocco. Nick, what's your store? Rock City Music Company. And where are you located? Livonia, Michigan, 5 Mile in Farmington. Or you can find us online at rockcitymusicco.com. And why should everybody come to your store tomorrow and then again on November 11th? November 8th. Uh, uh, sorry, so- November 8th. Go on the 11th, too, <laughs> yeah, to buy things. Too. Uh, yeah. Re- Reverend Guitars launch tomorrow with uh, Greg K and Ken Haas. And then two weeks from today, the fantastic Nita Strauss. That's election day. So go and put in your vote and then go see Nita Strauss at yes. Rock City Music Company. We love you all. We sludge you all. Please like, subscribe, all the other fun things. And we'll see you next Tuesday, not next Wednesday. We'll see you next Tuesday because somebody's going to be busy going to see the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. Yep. Bye. Oh.